Yeah, Solid Dog Blues and Roots here. Interview with uh, Justin Yap Band. Uh, Justin Yap, Nadia Rose. Yeah. Talk about their new album, Live in Newcastle, uh, July 2017. opportunity to interview Justin Yap and uh, Nadia Rose from uh, Justin Yap Band and uh, welcome to the Solid Dog Blues and Roots. Yeah look uh, great opportunity to uh, talk about uh, this new album you've released um, Justin Yap Band live in Newcastle 22nd of July 2017. So, um, Justin, what's the background of this uh, recording, a live recording? Yeah, um, well, something I've always wanted to do for, for a really long time, um, but this also wasn't planned. Um, we had uh, Colin Abrahams, um, who does, who is a sound engineer at the Staggered Hunter, um, and he recorded the whole thing uh, without telling us. Um, is that right? And yeah, it was, it was, it was. And, not, and he came up to us afterwards and said, oh, yeah, like, I've recorded your set, blah, blah, blah. And we get that a fair bit on the road, and it's like, you don't, you know, usually it's sort of, okay. And then you bring it back, have a listen, and either, like, the band wasn't quite where it needed to be, or just um, sound wasn't quite where it needed to be. But we brought this back to Melbourne, um, and it was great. I mean, you know, and it, that night was part of a tour we did with uh, Jeff Atchison, um, and that was sort of near the end of the tour. Um, I had my ass handed to me the week before, and so like I, I had like over the, the few days break, I sort of shed it hard and, and you know got got some good practice in. And then and the rest of the band, I think we all yeah felt like that night was easily probably the best yeah. on the tour. Yeah. And um, and yeah, we brought it back to Melbourne, had it mixed and mastered. Um, and here it is. Right. Well, it's a great piece of work. I mean, um, it's, it, I've heard a lot of these songs before. They sound really punchy and strong. Everybody seems to be in the, in the fine form on the night. Was that your experience, Nadia? Oh, d- certainly. I think um, it was so. It was such a big accident that it turned into a good mistake, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think even on that night, myself, I was really sick with the flu and virus and cold. Oh. Um, so I don't know. Sometimes they they say your voice can sound a little bit better when you got a bit of a cold, huskier, <laughs> a bit huskier. Yeah, growling, yeah. Um, but I think we all we were there that night, and it was just magical. That all the Newcastle people were very welcoming. Um, everyone played really well, and it was just a really good vibe. And yeah. when you've got a good vibe, and you've got a lot of love in the room. You all just play really well, and you just want to please everyone and have a yeah. really great time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everyone played fantastically, and it was a really amazing experience as well to be able to tour along with Jeff Atchison and yeah. um, he be a part of it as well. You know, even some of the guitar offs that Justin and Jeff were having that night <laughs> um, was really magical as well. Yeah, that's one of those songs. I'll talk about that in, in, in a minute, but let's just wind it right back. Where, where's Justin? Yeah.
from? And um, what's, it, what's the background of the band? Well, we're all Melbourne-based, um, and we're also all more or less northern suburbs-based in Melbourne. Um, well, Nadia's just moved, uh, had a, a sea change, and now she's... <laughs> Uh, Lara near near Geelong. Um, Western change. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we all sort of met through mutual friends, more or less, I think. Um, and I mean, the, I started the band in uh, 2012 with a yeah. pretty different lineup. Um, and I was also like 19 or 20 at the time. Um, and it's sort of, you know, like bit by bit people sort of come and go um, especially um, like early on using um, some older guys who were great but also had like family um, yeah. and a lot of stuff to, to sort of deal with and as the band sort of got busier and busier um, you know we sort of looked around for, for other musicians and, and I've sort of <clears throat> been really really lucky to be able to pick and become friends with some of the best in my opinion some of the best musicians in Melbourne you know so we've got Cameron Smith yeah. On drums, who um, used to play with Blue Eyes Cry, um, who are a great, great blues band. Um, he's also playing with Pseudo Echo at the moment, um, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. Um, we've got Ben Wicks, who's played with virtually everyone at this point, I think, um, yeah. on bass. Um, Ollie Rolf on Hammond, uh, who's the youngest guy in the band. He's still studying at the moment, doing um, jazz at Monash. Yeah. So he's sort of like the musical genius of the band and, yeah. and keeps us all keeps us all uh, <laughs> in line and of course Nadia uh, on vocals um, who yeah just blows all of us away every time uh, she opens her mouth to sing yeah now, now Nadia you um, you are doing jazz on the side too aren't you, you yeah the Nadia Rose Band <laughs> And I know your full name, and um, I'll, I'll get it wrong, so they've, they've banned me from saying it. Brand Catascano. Brand Catascano. I nearly had it. In my mind, I was Still right. got it wrong. In my mind, it was right. Um, I'm a one-syllable guy. So, Nadia, you, you um, not only with ja- um, Justin Yap Band, you do jazz work. and um, So where did you get into singing? Um, well, fundamentally, um, I grew up with a very musical family. Um, both my mum and um, dad both, both play instruments. Okay. My dad plays a bit of guitar. He was a blues guitarist. Right. Um, my mum also plays a bit of um, guitar as well. Wow. Um, but growing up in my childhood, I started very young singing in church, um, in yep. a born-again Christian church. Yep. Um, my mum was of that religion, and so that was really like gospel and a lot of vibrancy, yep. everyone yep. singing in harmonies. It was a really beautiful upbringing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I guess from there, um, eventually, um, I took my singing a little bit more seriously, and um, just continued continued to do it. Like yeah. um, you know, when you when you're singing, when you're singing, you're singing from the heart, and that's what I did when I was at church. Um, yeah. And so I still try to um, portray that yeah. um, today. And yeah, and so I dabble into lots of different genres. Um, I, I love to sing a bit of jazz. I love a bit of soul. I'm yeah. loving neo soul at the moment, um, and I certainly um, am very. Um, connected with the blues as well. <laughs> sure. So, look, it's a broad church, to use the term church. Um, the blues is a broad church, I say. But So, um, Justin, Justin Yap Band, is it a soul band, a blues band? Uh, is it neo soul? Um, you know, is it industrial vibe? Uh, what is Justin Yap Band, if you had to describe it? Um, maybe not quite industrial. Oh, although, actually, sometimes 
when we really go out there, it can be pretty, <laughs> pretty out there. Um, well, I guess it's sort of a bit of all of the above. Um, you know, I think blues is sort of the home base for all of us. Like we, um, and I mean a lot of, a lot of the music we listen to as well, and um, all sort of come and stem from the blues. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a big part of what informs how we approach everything. Um, soul, definitely jazz, funk. Um, you know, we all listen to a lot of bunch of different stuff. Hip hop's a big, big deal as well for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, and you know, we we, we sort of <laughs> occasionally go into that sort of stuff live. Um, and and occasionally some people sort of give us funny looks. But no, it's it's yeah, yeah it's all like just a big melting pot of of genres of music and and um, you know, a big part of that is make like you know you get the. <laughs> Um, you get so, all these amazing musicians with yeah. all these different influences, um, and you want them to, uh, you know, you want to get the most out of them. And a big part of that is exploring the music that they're all into, which is more often than not um, pretty similar to what you know we're all sort of into. And, and um, you know, let them off the leash, and, yeah. and that's when things sort of get pretty exciting, pretty fun for us. Hey Justin, um, you got a lot of influences, but one of them's got to be Derek Trucks. Is that correct? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I first heard him on a TV screen uh, in a music store in, in, in Baldwin here in Melbourne called um, Eastgate Music. Yeah. Um, and it was Blair Manny, who doesn't work there anymore, um, yeah. but he's an absolute legend, and it was a big part of. Um, like my guitar education, both yeah. the instrument and the people that play them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it was the Clapton Crossroads. I can't remember which year it was, but it was <clears throat> actually it would have been like 2006, 2007, because it was when Derek Trucks was in his band. Yeah. And yeah, it was just on the screen, and and he took a solo, and I was just absolutely blown away. Just everything, the tone, the approach, the phrasing. Um, and then, you know, looking him up and getting into what he was about, like that changed my life for sure. Like it was yeah. <clears throat> just his approach to, to music, to music listening, um, to guitar playing. Um, so yeah, in the last few years, he's definitely been like a pretty huge influence on, on, on me. Sure. Yeah. yeah, well, you can hear that coming through. I, I mean, I, I went to a gig, I think, at uh, Bar 303 um, years ago when Justin Yap Band was there and... Someone said they came uh, because they thought you were the best guitarist, uh, one of the best guitarists in the country. So uh, oh, no. in, in those days, and um, and I said, yeah, I probably agree. He's got some tone. I think there's some Derek trucks in there coming through, <laughs> and uh, but it's great. And your influence was uh, Nadia. Who-
here listening to um, Justin Yap and uh, talking with uh, Justin Yap and Nadia Rose on the Solid Dog Blues and Roots. Who did you model yourself on? Anybody? Or you <laughs> um, oh, look, yeah, there's certainly um, different sort of influences I have that come from a, a walk of different genres. Yeah. Um, but one of my biggest ones is um, is Etta James. Um, there's no surprise there. A lot of people know I love her. Yeah. Um, I love any kind of um, vocalist uh, that has it takes you to the edge of nearly wanting to cry when you listen to their vocals, um, where a lot, there's a lot of emotion. Um, so Edda, um, I also um, grew up listening a lot to Eva Cassidy. Um, I know she doesn't do her own original songs, but she'll take interpretations of, of different people's songs and just rearrange them into something so pure and so beautiful. Um, so she's actually a very big um, influence of mine, um, to the point where I actually do an Eva Cassidy show <laughs> that I... Um, that I perform with um, another vocalist. Um, we do it at the Paris Cat in Melbourne yeah. um, quite regularly. Um, so yeah, they're probably some of my my two big kind of um, idols, I guess. Yeah, but she passed away a fair while ago. Well, yeah, she died um, very very young at the age of like thirty. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, she rose upon her fame right. um, after she uh, actually passed away. Um, wow. With, uh, I think her, her song "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" is what actually took her um, on top of the charts in, in the United right. Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and yeah, such a shame that she wasn't able to see her fame. But she has touched so many lives and um, changed the way that a lot of us sort of vocalists um, yeah. hear music as well. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Now, tell us about. Um, I mean, you've got a number of albums out, and the last one is this live at Newcastle. Um, it should be live at Mayfield though, shouldn't it really? Stag and Hunter's a bit, a bit north. <laughs> it, it is a little, it's not quite Newcastle proper. Yeah. Uh, but I figured that, I don't know, it sounded better on, on paper. Yeah, I know. Um, and I guess it's part of like Greater Newcastle. I think. Yes, it is. So, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> I put the band there, I called it Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too hard to say Mayfield. Yeah. But, but look, coming back to this album, um, the songs on, on this album, there's some original stuff there. Um, Let Love, which was the title of the album, the, the studio album before that. Uh, take us through um, the uh, songwriting in the band. How do you do that? Um, uh, at the well for that album, uh, most of that was I sort of have a song about like eighty percent done. I bring it to the band at a rehearsal, um, or even just a couple. Like I'll, I'll go have like one-on-one sessions with Nadia or with Ollie or with um, Ben or Cam and. and Everyone will sort of throw their two cents in um, and really push the song to where it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, most of the songs on that album were done sort of that way, um, which is great because you get to, like, everyone puts in stuff they want to play. Yeah. Um, and, it be, yeah, like, touring these songs, especially it's now almost two years on since we released it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're still just as fun to play as, as they were when we first put them out, you know, and it allows for room for little things to change as well, like arrangement changes, and um, yeah, that's sort of, sort of how it all gets put together. Yeah, but, and do you, do you come with a lot of lyrics and then work out some music, or do you start with the music? A um, bit of both ways, actually. Sometimes, like, there's, uh, yeah, and it's probably a pretty even split, like, about half the song I'll have a groove in mind or yeah. progression in mind um, and sort of flesh that out a bit and then put some lyrics over the top sometimes um, 
like a vocal melody will come in first and then we'll build the song around that so yeah and yeah. who's the hardest to please in the band when you're writing <laughs> <laughs> probably justin no. <laughs> um i got a true confession <laughs> uh i don't know about, <laughs> i don't know about hard to please but definitely <laughs> like all like so all high these, standards high, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Ollie, high, i high think <laughs> Yeah, Ollie would be the one who who would like call us out if there's anything that's a little yeah, bit whack. Like, no, he'll... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll be like that doesn't sound right. And he'll yeah, correct him. Uh, yeah, because he's you know he's right in the thick of it now with um, um, what he's studying. So it's sort of like um, you know like it, it's great because like there's there's stuff that will sound good but doesn't make as much sense musically like in terms of, of theory like putting in a chord that doesn't belong in a in, yeah. in the progression but never stops happening no <laughs> yeah exactly um, and so knowing you know just he'll, he'll know when we're like breaking the rules a bit and yeah. I think that's actually really cool sometimes it's just like if we're not sure about something he'll be like oh what about this yeah um, and and it would just completely change like so many times um, at least three or four songs at the top of my head yeah um, he'll just say what about this thing and it'll just be like one chord change and it'll make the song it's yeah pretty crazy um, yeah. So, so, yeah so so I mean you pick covers too uh, on this album which you often play live yeah um, some of James there I'd rather go blind correct um, which is and that's the first time you've really recorded that live is that correct yeah um, it is actually there was a after huge request uh, yeah. <laughs> every time we um, do a live performance we, we ch- tend to do this song and um, a lot of people um, seem to really love it and, and love the interpretation that we, we do of this song. Yeah. Um, and every time we do a gig, people are lining up going, do you have the I'd Rather Go Blind song? Do you have it? And do you have it? And we're, I'm like, no, I'm sorry, we haven't got it. <laughs> and um, so finally, um, yeah. by surprise, you know, we caught this live album and this song was on there and it came out really delicately and beautifully. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it's the first time that we've got it recorded and um, people have been really excited um, by the fact that it's on there as well. That's when I saw you and that girl talking Something deep down In my soul Said crying When I saw you And that girl Walking out Ooh. I would rather, I would rather go blind Than to see you, to see you walk away from me, child yeah. You see, I love you so much that I don't wanna watch you leave me, baby. Most of all, I just don't, I just don't wanna be free. 
great. Yeah. And you've also got Buddy Miles there um, yeah. and Jimi Hendrix and others doing them changes. Well, yeah. how, is this something of yours, Justin? Uh, yeah. You, you want to do that riff? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's um, just an absolute you know, banger of a song. Like, um, And it's a lot of fun to play. Um, uh, yeah, like I, you know, it's it's it, and that riff is just yeah, just the boys love their riffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah, as long as a million dollar riff in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, that's definitely one for me. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so so you start off with "Let Love," which is the, but it's a bit the the, the arrangement seems a bit different than start. It's drumming on this. Um, it's which is not on the original. Is, is, is there? Did you? Is that done on the fly, or is it? So you started to change it as you play. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Generally, with we generally uh, depending on the set, but like if it's sort of a normal show, we'll, we'll open the, the set with "Let Love" and and we'll um, just have a bit of a vamp uh, yeah. to kick it, to kick it in. You know, we let the band settle in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes if the sound guy isn't quite where he wants it to be that gives him a chance to yeah. uh, set a few more levels before we really kick into it um, and you know just sort of it, 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 we don't always do it uh, but when we do it's like it's nice just to get comfy and then um, just sort of build it build it and then bring in the riff and um, you know and yeah like I said like we, there's a few extra stops in there that aren't on the record and um, uh, just Helps, yeah, helps keep it fun for us. Yeah, on the road. Yeah, and, and blue soul band. You do a lot of harmonies too, don't you? Yeah. Which is uh, Nadia. Who do you let sing with you? This is the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, look. Um, I think um, harmonies take a song from good to wow, um, yeah. and so um, I think it's really lovely that the boys actually have some wonderful voices that can yeah. tie in. Yeah. Um, so Ollie um, certainly has um, recently um, sort of started doing a lot more sort of harmonies on the on the lower end and yeah. um, and then Justin and I kind of work out who's in the middle on the high. He can yeah. go high if he needs to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, certainly the voice blend, you know, harmonies is one of those things that um, over time they get better and your voices become more uh, as one as you yeah. keep performing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we've been performing together for about four or five years now and, and slowly, slowly it's just become so yeah. beautiful. And, you know, and people um, from the crowd as well always particularly comment on yeah. um, on them as well. So that's yeah. really nice to hear that and, and, and it's, you don't, you don't see it that often nowadays, especially yeah. not in the blue soul area because it's yeah. not always done. Mm. And, and it's also hard. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you, not easy. You gotta, yeah. like, like, it's usually family members because they got the same <laughs> yeah. genes and the same voice boxes. I don't know. Well, that's, like that's certainly right. Like, I was actually um, invited to come and teach harmonies at Victoria University. Yeah. And, um, you know, all of them were really brilliant music students. And um, Steve Rando, who's the teacher there, um, he was like, I can't, it's really hard to, to teach them harmonies. And um, so, you know, it is, it's one of those things that yeah. it happens over time and it evolves as you keep performing yeah. as a, yeah. as a performer. There's going to be some sort of like um, ESP channeling going on <laughs> yeah. to make it work. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I don't sing harmonies myself. Um, uh, well, only if I double track something. <laughs> yeah. So, have you got any favourite tracks on here? On uh, this let, let, let uh, live in uh, Newcastle album. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say. Well, for I guess guitar stuff, I'd, there's definitely two for me that uh, highlights. Um, uh, 
firstly there's uh, Death Come and Knocking which is uh, an old spiritual that Ruthie Foster did oh yeah um, and we like just completely turned it on its head I thought I'd heard that before I yeah it was Ruthie Foster yeah yeah sure. and then we sort of we've been playing that for a couple of years now and we've sort of done our own thing to it as well yeah um, and at the time that well we were on tour with this I was listening to a lot of uh, Julian Large who's this yes. amazing amazing jazz guitar player who's like Bill Frisell and Jim Hall on, on steroids he's just an absolute monster player well, what was the name again? Uh, Julian Large um, Julian Large yeah from New York I think okay um, caught him at a jazz uh, the Melbourne International Jazz Festival a couple of years ago had no idea who he was um, actually I was uh, um uh, right before the set was about to start, I was lining up for the toilet, and <laughs> I was just standing there waiting for uh, whoever was in there to come out. And then this American guy, like, just starts, stands next to me. He's like, "Oh, is this the line for the toilet?" Like, really soft spoken. I was like, "Oh, yeah, I think so." Um, and and I was like, "Yeah, it is." So I don't. I was just standing there, clueless. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then out walks. And again, I had no idea who any of these guys were until after the fact. But like, out walks Eric Harland, who's a monster drummer who was playing drums for him at, um, that night. Me, Clue, and I walk in, use the toilet, come back out, and then Julian Arch goes in, comes back out. I go sit that back down, I watch him come out <laughs> the toilet and straight to the stage, <laughs> straps the guitar on, and proceeds to just blow everyone away. It was, yeah. I felt pretty, <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Uh, gonna try and do my research next time, but yeah, um, yeah, I was listening to a lot of him and just trying my best to, yeah, um, okay. trying my best to, to channel him, um, especially on that song. And, and I, like, I, he plays a, a, a telly, and I had a telly with me on that on that tour, and um, I was trying things again. We didn't know we were being recorded, so I was yeah. just like, screw it, I'm gonna try some out there stuff, um, and especially with playing with Jeff. For, like the week leading up to that as well it's like I was pushed hard and, yeah. and yeah. there's stuff on there that I still haven't quite worked out what I did yeah um, so that's I, I need to sit down and actually try and work out what happened there um, so that's definitely right up there the channeling um, now, yeah. uh, tell me you, 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 why did you uh, tour with Jeff Atchison um, oh yeah so we um, we both won well, he won a lot of other stuff. I think he cleaned up with, like, five or six awards. Um, and we managed to sneak in with Group of the Year at the Chain Australian Blues Music Awards. Yeah, in Goldburn. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we were, yeah, super stoked about for our previous album, that Love. And, um, and Jeff and I were both signed to the same uh, booking agency, Rhythm Section Management. Okay. And initially we were just going to do, like, oh, well, maybe we'll do a show and, you know, like, together and, and that'll be sort of the thing. And and then one thing led to another and it turned to a, a whole tour. We did, like, eight dates, I think, yeah. um, uh, throughout Victoria and New South Wales. Now, this is really hard for me because um, the last song on the album is called Cross the River. Yeah. And the first guitar solo blew me away. And I'm saying, now, is that Justin or is that <laughs> Jeff? So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> that would have been me, I think. Um, 
Yeah, like I, I yeah, actually, was I, I took the first solo and then it was unbelievable. It <laughs> oh, thank you. I was driving the car because I got the album and I, I made me go, "What? Who's that? <laughs> Is that Jeff or Justin?" So, oh, congratulations, a brilliant piece of work. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, yeah, it helps having you know, in my opinion, one of the best guitar players in in Australia. Yeah, staring at you, like <laughs> well, initially, like I like the, especially the first half of that tour, I, like every time. I took a solo. I, I, it, yeah. It, it was, it wasn't easy having him like watch you and just like, yeah, yeah. What's next? And and and, but then by yeah, this was the second week, and it was like, get a bit more comfortable. Realize he's not gonna tear your head off if you make a bum note or anything like. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, that was it. Was like, just having him there was was really special, and and I think that probably helped. Commit the same crime And I try Just a little too hard Yeah, you're on the Solid Dog Blues and Roots uh, interview with uh, Justin Yap and listening to some uh, cuts from their Live in Newcastle uh, 22nd July 2017 album Here's that track that Justin was just talking about there Across the River
well, he did win the uh, Albert King uh, Guitar Award in Memphis years ago. So, <laughs> yeah. and uh, tours the states and Europe and the UK regularly. So, um, he's one of the uh, national treasures um, of Australian music, Jeff uh, Jeff Atchison. So, what were the plans um, with this album? You're going to tour it. Uh, you're going to promote it. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, we're halfway through the tour now. Um, we launched it and kicked it off. Um, up in Queensland at uh, Blues on Broadbeach, yep. which is an absolutely amazing festival. It was our first time there. Um, and the reception we got up there was amazing. Um, it was like, yeah, it was, it was another really special moment. And um, we, we then, uh, we just got back last night from New South Wales. We went back to the Sagan Hunter um, to launch there. And that was, again, really amazing to, like, the guys up there were super stoked. Like, photographer the yeah Colin the sound guy Mick who owns the Sagan Hunter like they've been pushing yeah. really hard <clears throat> um, to get that venue um, to apparently, really be apparently it was their first live recording there and so yeah. they're very proud of that too yeah um, yeah Isn't that right? yeah wow and, and they've been you know they've been pushing to really get that venue on a map as a live music venue like <laughs> in Australia and um, they were yeah super stoked when when you know we, we gave them a copy and, and did you get to stay upstairs we did last time. Um, I don't know how much we're allowed to say. But I've, I've, done it's, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah, but I think they've actually, uh, the council have gotten onto them a bit, and I think that's now shut down. So um, it was probably after the band I had did. <laughs> um, uh, so not this time, which. <laughs> Might have been a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> we remember staying there in the uh, the windows were didn't really close properly. Yeah, so yeah. I think there were nights where we were like, we'll all have to like snuggle each other. It is better than some. It is better than some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you say it's some seedy places yeah, 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 yeah. when you're on the road. Right. Yeah, but no, the, the venue itself is is definitely uh, like they've put a lot of work into it. You know, the PA is amazing. Yeah. Uh, the desk they have there's rock solid. Um, and you know the vibe they get there. Like I'm sure, like you know, when 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 you brought, I think was it uh, more than an hour? Yeah. Before, yeah. They like it would have been a great vibe, and, and oh, you know they've great venue. Yeah, they've they've done a great job revitalizing that that building downstairs anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and uh, no, it's yeah, it's it's great. Um, yeah. Look, really really good thing there. Now, what about um, broader field in Australia? Have um, have you put out feelers for festivals and other things? Overseas? Yes. Ooh. We're uh, it's, we're definitely I mean, looking at it. This band could carry it off, no doubt. Um, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're, right now we're looking at like grant applications to to because I think um, especially uh, the I think it's is it Creative Works, Creative Victoria, the Creative Victoria. Yeah, I think they're probably one of the best in the country in terms of um, supporting. Uh, like arts and, and music in, in yeah in Australia and specifically Victoria. Um, so we're we're looking into getting that, getting like a grant application yeah. going. Um, yeah, for some overseas touring. Um, and at this point, probably I'm pretty keen to, to start with like Asia. There's a ton yeah. of great, yeah. amazing jazz and blues festivals yeah. over there, like Japan, Singapore, Nepal. Nepal yeah, yeah. Uh, Bangkok, I think, has a great jazz festival. Yeah. Um, so that's where yeah. Bali's having one now. Yeah, too. Bali's got a great jazz festival. Right. Yeah. 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 So we're yeah. That's we're 
looking at that now in the early stages. So. We've certainly had some people in the audience that have come to see our shows, um, some that have been from US or, you know, particularly yeah. the US, yeah. and are just like, you guys are just as good as our people, you need to come here and perform. So, yeah. you know, I, I'd hope and dream that we could we could perform in that country too. Right, right. Well, certainly yeah, you can, you can um, do that. So. What's next? Another album? Um, <laughs> well, we just did one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you usually when it comes out, you're finished with it. You start the next one. Well, yeah. we, we have started writing for the, um, for the next studio album. Um, and this time around, um, we're actually... Like, Ollie and I have been working a little more closely together. I've just been picking his brain a bit more. Um, and we've started road testing a couple songs. Yeah. Um, like, on this tour, we got one or two that we're bringing out just to yeah. test the waters a bit um, and it, yeah like, I think we're gonna it, it's feeling pretty good so far we've got maybe four or five right. down at the moment um, and just gonna keep writing and keep you know testing and, and see how it all goes yeah now a question um, if you weren't in Justin Yap band uh, which band would you be in? <laughs> um, <laughs> like locally or like, is, like well, well, who would you want to be if you had your choice yeah well, I think in Australia, I'd I'd, I'd love to play with um, like the Teskey Brothers are pretty amazing. Like they, yeah. we've we've bumped into them here and there at a few festivals, and they're yeah doing amazing things. Um, great band, great harmonies as well. Yes, yes, exactly. You know, like I'd love to to even just sit in with them would be would be pretty we've been amazing. Been doing it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, they're looking new, brand new. Yeah, oh yeah, they've been around for for, yeah, yeah. for ages. Um, yeah, there's them. Um, I mean, there's a good friends uh jesse Vallis from blues mountain like mm-hmm. we're practically in each other's bands now anyway like every <laughs> yeah. every festival every every time we're on a bill together like we're you know we'll always try and make a point of, of getting together and 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 you know play a couple songs together we did that in, in broad beach actually a couple of weeks ago right. um it was great to yeah it was great like just sort of representing melbourne a bit you know like yeah. um heading up there and 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 doing our thing together was great um so Jesse Vallish and uh, Teskey Brothers, and uh, internationally, <laughs> apart from the <laughs> Derek Trucks. Oh yeah, well Tedeschi Trucks fan would be amazing <laughs> to sit in with. Yeah. You'll never get a solo. No, I mean, actually, I probably wouldn't want to. I mean, every every single musician in that band. Yeah, I know, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Um, what about the singer that used to be in the Derek Trucks band? What was his name? Um, Mike Mike yeah. Madison. I, I saw them in Adelaide at two a.m. in the morning at the oh. International Guitar Festival. Oh man, yeah, it, was, it was a privilege. It was yeah. about two thousand seven. Yeah. And um, he was the lead singer in the Derek Trucks band, and now yeah. he's just singing background harmonies. Yeah. Like, oh, I see. I definitely see the the appeal in that. I mean, when I first started out, I was singing lead, like uh, just like a full power trio sort of vibe. Yeah. Just guitar. I was singing and playing guitar and just bass and drums, and that's you know it's great and it's fun. And but like, there's something about having more people in the band. And I mean, I you know I made a decision a couple of years ago, a few years ago, to um, focus more on my guitar playing and really hone in on that. Um, you know, and then that also allowed me the opportunity to work with some absolutely amazing singers as well. Like um, the first singer in this band was was Kiara Brown, yeah. who um, taught me so much about yeah, not just singing, but just how to carry yourself as a musician, like being a pro sort of thing, yeah. like um, and not letting you know when when something bad happens, not letting that get to you and and um, all that sort of stuff. 
and then obviously like being able to work with Nadia the last few years has been absolutely yeah. amazing as well and yeah and just being able to sing backing vocals I think it's it's like being in a horn section it's like yeah. it's, it's, it's it definitely has its its plus size I reckon and, I, and you don't have to work as hard as well, well so I, I, I just thought if you could have a, a, someone of that quality on the bench you know you, yeah. you got a, 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 a so much talent you don't know what to do with it <laughs> yeah. and Nadia same question for you uh, if you're not in Justin Yap band or in your um, other band <laughs> um, who, who would you be with who would you like to be with Ooh, from a from an Australian perspective, um, I'm a really, really, really massive fan of Katie Noonan. Okay. Um, and I've um, seen some um, shows she's been doing with different vocalists. She sort of tries to get different musicians yeah. and put put different shows on together. Um, so I'd love to do something with her. That would yeah. be a dream. Um, from an international perspective, um, I certainly love Leon Bridges at the moment. Um, I've been enjoying um, all of his soul stuff that yeah. he's been doing. Um, so, yeah, I'd jump up there on stage and do BVs with him or even sing a song with him, whatever. <laughs> Take me, Leon Bridges. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and actually, there's actually, Justin will probably not love me for saying this, but there's actually this cool group at the mo- moment called Postmodern Jukebox and um, they do something very similar to what I do in my other band, Soul Chic, okay. where they, um, they take on, um, like, popular tunes and they turn them into jazz um, or, or whatever, yeah. sort of mainly jazz, um, and I do that a lot with my band, Soul Chic, and um, I would love to get up there and, and do something yeah. with them. Yeah. 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 Well, your, your jazz is probably better than the jazz I do, so when we hit a bum note, we call it jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we do too. That was a nice diminish, don't you understand that? (laughs) You just don't get it. Look, it's great to talk with you, and uh, congratulations again on a great album, and I'm sure it's going to do well for you around Australia and around the world. Hopefully people can pick it up and uh, realise what a great band, uh, great music we have in uh, in Australia, but also Justin Yap Band, which has got some uh, great musicians and uh, some great talent. So congratulations again on that. Thank you you so much. Thanks for having us on on your show. Appreciate it. And... uh, Thanks, Justin and uh, Nadia, for coming down. And I, and I love the Melbourne background uh, buses and trams and dogs barking and the yeah. Melbourne cafe vibe that we've had today. <laughs> Way to do it. Yeah, you're on the Solid Dog Blues and Roots uh, interviews podcast, amongst other things. Been talking with uh, Justin Yap, Nadia Rose from Justin Yap Band. Let's head out with a bit more of a, this great band. You get onto them on. Uh, www.justinyapband.com and uh, check out where they're playing next and you can uh, get them on Spotify and uh, you can purchase a CD and get them on iTunes justinyapband.com get out and see them sometime though mighty fine
Birds are born. 